Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Matthew 1, 1-17 Women in the Genealogy The Book of the Genealogy of Jesus Christ, the Son of David, the Son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Zerah by Tamar, and so on and so on and so on, right down to Jesse, the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijan, and so forth and so on, all down to the time of the deportation of Babylon. And after the deportation of Babylon, Zeconiah was the father of Sheltalil, and Sheltalil was the father of Zerubbabel, all the way down to Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. I saved you listening to five minutes of me reading names of people who are part of the genealogy of Christ. Genealogies aren't very interesting to most moderns. Uh, and we kind of have this idea, idea that anything that's more than five years old is already passe. But past-oriented cultures, like the Semitic culture that Jesus was born into, uh, were completely built on the past. And Matthew begins by pointing to the lineage of Jesus. Uh, Jesus is not just popping into history. There's been a preparing through the ages by God. What I find interesting in this lineage that there are five women mentioned. Uh, they're unusual uh, in the sense that you didn't include women in ancient genealogies. It was believed that the, the line came through the men. And except for Mary, all are Gentiles or have some form of Gentile connection. Uh, Tamar uh, was one who was a Canaanite, uh, Aramean by background. Rahab is the uh, prostitute in Jericho. She's a Gentile. Ruth is a Moabite. Uh, Bathsheba uh, is married to Uriah, who is a Hittite. Um, it's interesting in this aspect that all of these women are what we would consider outsiders and each have a unique aspect of their fertility that is mentioned or their sexuality. It's a sexual dysfunction or something that you're not expecting. Even to Mary, uh, only one in history who will have a child, yet she is a virgin. Interestingly as well, from David to Joseph, uh, Jesus' inherited lineage from his earthly father, we see that the people that are uh, selected didn't always follow in God's way. Of Abijah, it says in the Old Testament, he committed all the sins of his father. Asa did what was right in the sight of the Lord as his father David and expelled all the idols, but by the end does not hold up. Uh, because Jerome, uh, one of his descendants did evil in the eyes of the Lord. There's a mixed descent uh, in the line of Jesus. There are two big so what's that are important for me as I enter into this Christmas. 
Uh, this is not the first Christmas gathering. And we need to remember that God is the God of history. He's not an outsider in the sense of being distant in the form of deism of our early uh, American forefathers uh, or European forefathers. Uh, He's the God of history who's engaged, but yet not manipulating it. And the second so what is that God loves to use the broken and the outcast to tell his better story. What's my now what as I move to this Christmas season? To ask, what of the broken or dysfunctional aspects of my life does God want to redeem and use in this season? If I'll ask that of myself, it gives me the grace to ask it of others. What of the brokenness of those around me will he use to show his glory, both now and maybe somewhere down the line? If Jesus tarries, maybe 14 generations. And so, Lord, today, uh, on this day as we approach the Christmas season, uh, our Advent, we acknowledge you are the God of history and that you're always telling a better story. Lord, help us to embrace the fact that you're redeeming the good and the bad in our lives and in the lives of those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.